Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five, the podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and Jay dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. Feel free to yell at your speakers when we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join Q and Jay in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. Hey, can you dig the rebobs? I was born freaky. Mm. Like, um, unique I'm the sheik of Arabiki. I'm the super freak. I'm super freaky. Mm. Ooh, this music is sneaky. Huh? Uh, it's almost cheeky. We're passing the torch, baby, and I don't mean tiki, so that maybe you freaks can be reborn freaky. Hey, what up, Jay? Uh, uh, oh, hey, Q. I mean, how, 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 how are you on this fine day? What are you doing? You, you know, just, I'm, I'm being me. I'm expressing myself through, oh, how do you say barracos cornoles? What? Did you just say cornholes? I'm, 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 I'm not like uh, uh, exactly what you would say myself today. I'm feeling exuberant. <laughs> I'm feeling as the Italians would say. Are you, are you having a stroke? No, man, I'm doing like a spot-on Jeff Goldblum impression. Oh, right. High five? Should we uh, high five? Should we high five? High five! High five! High five! High five! High five, high five son! Woo! High five! Don't let me hang it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep the reaction in the episode of you... Truly being hurt by my impression of Jeff <laughs> You got it. It's in the episode. Just like, okay, I know people don't, you know, want to see us pull back the curtain too much, but the fact that you literally had a physical reaction of, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> to this impression, like, we've done impressions before. I've done impressions before. That, sure. uh, you know, my Sylvester Stallone's pretty spot on. Very. Um, uh, but my Goldblum, I think, is getting there. <laughs> It is getting somewhere, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> it is maybe extraterrestrial in nature. It is so... Well, that's perfect. He was in two Independence Day movies. And one of Earth... which was good. And Earth Girls Are Easy. That's true. Man, he's from another world. He's from another <laughs> world just himself. He, he is from another world himself. I love the man to death, but he is weird. Well... Well, Jay, maybe we should explain to the listeners why exactly you are doing your best sure. Jeff Goldblum impression today. You know what? Let's start the show. Welcome, everybody, to High Five Colon the Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jay. I'm the other normal host, Q. And today, we decided, because of many factors that we'll explain, but one, uh, Jeff Goldblum's newly announced Disney Plus show that we mentioned on this week's Other Stuff 2 episode. Two, our genuine love of him as a renaissance man and all the things that he has done. Fashion icon. 
and three, the upcoming relaunch of our game nights focused around Jeff Goldblum Bingo that now won't just be located in Nashville, but could be coming to a city near you. Oh my gosh. So keep keep your eye on the Project Hyphen Nerd website for more details about those game nights and the Jeff Goldblum themed game nights. It will be forthcoming in the but, very near future. But because of all of those reasons, you and I had talked earlier this week and we decided that the best episode that we can do in something that we haven't done yet, which I can't believe that almost 140 episodes in, we haven't done this already. I know, it is very shocking. But we've never done an episode just talking about Jeff Goldblum and what a wonder he is. And that's what we're going to do today, kids. We are here to discuss all that is Goldblum. We're going to talk his career, we're going to talk the enigma that is him. We're going to ultimately give you a list of the top five projects that he's been involved in. And, yep. uh, and yeah, you're going to learn, you're going to laugh, you're going to cry, you're going to rock back and forth violently. The crying is mainly going to be involved when I try and do Jeff Goldblum impressions throughout the episode. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to be great. And that was a William Shatner. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, Star Log, Captain's Log, Star Captain's date, Log, there's aliens on, on my spaceship. On the wing. Must Go faster. I'm leaving on a jet plane. Is that a (laughs) T-Rex? Don't know when I'll be back again. You're Adrian! Now we're just doing impressions. I know. Wow, I'm Christopher Walken. Crazy. I'm Vin Diesel. (laughs) I am Groot. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Here's a great impression. Here, here. Wait, wait, wait. You ready for this cue? I don't like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Who am I? That's right, Chris Hemsworth. Perfect. It was Perfect. beautiful. I, na- I knew it right off, but I'm also glad you told it for all the other dummies out there. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. All those dummies. So, uh, so Jeff Goldblum, man, this dude has been a, dare I say, love of ours for many a year now. Oh, man. It's so, I mean... I, I would think, I believe, he's one of those that I believe is just universally loved. I would feel, I would be very surprised if we got reactions back from our fivers of being like, yeah, I never really cared about Jeff Goldblum. Sure. It's just, he's been in a, a number of properties. He's just sort of been ever-present. Um, in I the mean, history of cinema. <laughs> yeah, it feels that way. It kind of does. I mean, okay, what what was the first thing you ever remember him? Like you remember seeing him? Obviously not the first thing he was in, sure. which was uh, Death Proof or uh, Death Wish. I think oh, it was yeah, Death, Death Wish, Wish one as like goon number two or something. Yeah, he's one of the ones that tries to Thug kill Charles, one. or he does kill Charles Bronson's wife or something. Um, um, probably the first thing I'm trying to find because it's not going to be his earliest movie because, you know. I watch movies out of chronological order. Well, yes, of course. Uh, so I would say probably the first thing that I was like took note of him in was probably Jurassic Park. See, I think that's that's true for me as well. You know, I wouldn't say. I mean, it's that's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful movie. Um, and I think that was the first time I. It was that or Independence Day. It, they were, like, real close, but I think Jurassic Park, for me, I saw 
first? Yeah, I think if I had to list them in order, it probably went Jurassic Park, Independence Day, Earth Girls Are Easy, and then The Fly was probably like my like that was my progression of Goldblum because by the time I saw The Fly, I was probably like. 14 or 15 I thought you were gonna say four and I was like Jesus Christ I'm so fucked up like my parents really fucked up you know what they say from the cradle to the Cronenberg <laughs> that is exactly what they say your oh, parents no. no one else says that just yeah. your parents everyone's been Cronenberged I okay so here's here's what I here's my timeline I think is uh, the very first thing I think I saw him in was uh, Jurassic Park then it was Independence Day. And then I think after that, for me, it was The Fly. I honestly didn't really get to Earth Girls Are Easy until I started doing my Jim Carrey retrospective. Uh, like, okay. once I like got really into Jim Carrey after a couple of his movies, sure. I kind of went back to everything he had done. And then I was like, oh, hey, there's that dude from Jurassic Park in this weird alien movie. What is going on? What is happening? Um... You know, and then obviously he was like prime in the Lost World, which I did never really super loved that. Okay, one. listen, I love the Lost I, World, and I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna, you know, take that away from you. Just for me, it was never one that I really dug. Right, and and I understand that, uh, but for some reason, it's always been one that I just. I really bought into it, hook, line, and sinker. Like, I know a lot of people don't like the whole spoiler alert uh, T-Rex being brought to the <laughs> States at the end of it, but I fucking loved it. I was on board. Uh, dinosaurs running amok in, in the in the stateside? Yes, please. Well, that's that's why you loved and you think that, uh, uh, what is that, Fallen Kingdom is the best movie of 2018. I do, Yes. 100, without a shadow of a doubt, Jurassic <laughs> World Fallen Kingdom should win all the Oscars. <laughs> is it Fallen Kingdom? Did I get that right? It is. Definitely. I actually watched that as a snoozema not too long ago. Did you? It's well, mainly just to get to the Jeff Goldblum scene at the beginning. Sure, sure. It's, uh, it's fine. I love how heavily they advertised that Jeff Goldblum was in that. For and like literally, five seconds. Literally, the entirety of his appearance in that movie is what was in the trailers. Oh, my God. Let's, uh, you know what? I'm looking at something funny. I'm looking at his page. Let's go through and see if we have seen his roles. All right? Let's kind of okay. list them out. And I'm going to start with his earliest role, which, like you said, uh, was in Death Wish in 1974. Okay. okay? Where freak his role number was, one, not yeah, Goon. Freak, freak number one. Uh, then he's in a movie called California Split. I don't know that I am familiar with that movie. Not, I have not seen that at all. Then he's in Nashville. I have seen 75's Nashville. I do not remember him as Tricycle Man. Nope. I don't even know if I've seen that. I've seen the show. I don't think he was in the show, Nashville. Um, I haven't seen Next Stop Greenwich Village. No. Uh, I also haven't seen St. Ives. Nope. I haven't seen Special Delivery. But he's his character's name is Snake in that. That's fun. That is fun. I haven't seen The Sentinel. That's uh, not, wait. Oh, 1977? No, I definitely haven't seen that. Uh, what about Annie Hall? Of course oh, I've, I've, definitely, Annie Hall. I've definitely seen Annie Hall. He, he has a very memorable line from Annie Hall, but I kind of been blanking on it right now. But I so definitely... So, not so memorable yeah, I definitely have seen Annie Hall, and I, uh, I don't... He's one of those where I don't 
I don't think when I watched Annie Hall, I recognized, oh, that's Jeff Goldblum, but I would now. Sure. But I definitely have seen that one. Uh, Then we've got Between the Lines. Don't know that. Nope. Remember My Name. Nope. Don't know that. Thank God It's Friday. Nope. But I will say I do love that he is Tony DeMarco, and it is listed as an American musical disco comedy. Well, I'm I'm on board. So we should watch that. Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Definitely seen it. Definitely love it. Uh, Threshold? Do you know what that is? No, I don't. But hey, don't you skip his Legend of Sleepy Hollow. What? That he didn't was in show TV, up in my list here. He was in a TV movie of uh, Legend of Sleepy Hollow as Ichabod Crane. Uh, amazing. I need to seek that, that out. That one I have seen, and it's wonderful. Like Wonderful Bad? or Wonderful, wonderful Bad, great? yeah. It's like... Do you remember that video that you showed me of him being the... Was it the Big Bad Wolf? Oh, yes. The Three Little Pigs from Shelley Duvall's uh, <laughs> Fairy Tale Theater. Yes. That is wonderful. Oh, it's, God. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow's not quite that wonderful, but I, it's, it's that, similar. That is one VHS I am sad I no longer have. That is <laughs> one... I, I had never heard – okay, and I want you to explain – before we move on any further, sure. I want you to explain to people what this is, and then I will try and find something to share from it from our social uh, once this episode goes live. All right, so Jeff Goldblum, uh, back in the 80s, played uh, the Big Bad Wolf <laughs> on an episode of Shelley Duvall's Fairy Tale Theater. Uh, regarding the Three Little Pigs, which also featured uh, Billy Crystal <laughs> as one of the three pigs, as well as Fred Willard <laughs> it, as a pig. It's almost unbelievable. It is. It's not almost. It is totally unbelievable. Well, there, and does, it starts with Jeff Goldblum as the Big Bad Wolf lifting weights obviously not lifting weights right but like acting like he is hard working out like he is just a badass mofo and then he wears a giant wolf pimp coat it's hilarious um it is a (laughs) it's a very strange thing and wearing just like the cheesiest of like snouts like like a like a like one that you would get at a party store with that you has can, like the elastic string you on can it. practically see the elastic band <laughs> behind his ears it's so bizarre so do yourselves it, a it favor it requires a lot of drugs or alcohol jay you gotta find him a clip or a trailer i will do my best and please put it on the website uh it is absolutely worth a watch so check that out uh, then he moves on in 1983 to The Big Chill. That now, I've seen, and that is wonderful. Absolutely. Fantastic movie. Um, Big Chill. Has I would be amaz- surprised if we aren't talking about it in our top five list. Agreed. Has an amazing soundtrack. Soundtrack, great. Cast, awesome. It, I, 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 it was kind of one of those where I don't really remember the first time I saw Big Chill, but it's sort of always been... In my brain as just a great sort of coming, I don't even say coming of age movie, but just realization of adulthood movie, you know? Um, Oh, it's just so good. Then uh, we have The Right Stuff. Which I think I've seen, but I wouldn't put a lot of stake in me remembering much about it. That's fair. Uh, What about The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the 8th dimension? Freaking love it. 
Uh, all right, hot take. I recently hosted a movie party for a yeah, you did. Buckaroo Banzai. Watched it. Did not enjoy it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I've seen it before, but I've seen it many, many years ago. I Maybe watched I, well, it. See, now I'm scared to do a rewatch. I wanted. I I have very fond memories of it. Right, and I did as well. Uh, but I watched it with Haley after hosting the gig. Watched it with Haley. Um, it was her first time seeing it. It was my first time seeing it in probably 15 years. And I didn't. It was a painful watch. Really? Mm-hmm. See, that's a bummer because there are some movies that I can come back to. And this, oh, there's another one that you hosted a movie party for, but UHF. Yeah. I actually recently rewatched that because it's on Amazon Prime. Sure. Because you hosted that movie party. I did sure. like a little solo movie party yeah, at my I love house. It. And I truly still enjoy that movie. Oh, Fent, I agree 100%. It's so bizarre and so silly, but yeah. still very well done. Uh, Buckaroo Banzai, weird for weird's sake. Like, yeah. Not enjoyable. Go watch it again. I, I don't, don't care. I don't now. care what you say, Fivers. Put down your Twitter. I don't want to watch it. I want to keep my precious memories of it. That's fine. And you can. I'm just okay, saying good. don't watch it again ever. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, so then we move on to Terror in the Isles. Don't know what that is. Nope. No idea. Uh, but wait a minute. Let's is... say we skipped a couple. Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, Terror in the Isles, a 1984 American documentary about horror. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay. Because it said that his character was Jack Belichick, which is his character from Invasion of Body Snatchers. <laughs> oh, he was interviewed <laughs> in that documentary and, uh, yeah. about horror And I was movies. like, wait a minute. Did he do, like, a sequel to Invasion of Body Snatchers that I have no idea that existed? <laughs> that would be so amazing. That would be a great find. Uh, then we've got Into the Night. No, no idea. Uh, don't know that one. I have not seen a lot of Jeff Goldblum movies. I'm Actually, you know what? I just picked this up on VHS. I haven't watched it, but it's directed by the great John Landis. Oh, nice. Uh, says it's a comedy thriller. Ooh. Okay. So we'll watch that. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Not his terrible son, though, right? No. Okay, great. We're talking about not Max Landis. Max Landis can go to hell. Not human piece of shit Max Landis. Okay, good. Great. We're talking about... Cinematic treasure, John Landis. So I want, I want to be very, very clear. We're talking about a John Into the Night by cinematic legend John Landis, not piece of human garbage Max Landis, director of Bright, and also a piece of human. He didn't feces. direct Bright. He just wrote Bright. Oh, he just wrote it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It was da- David Ayers. That's right. <laughs> because I was surprised that he would actually direct something that was written by an actual <laughs> walking garbage truck covered in human feces. That's fair. Known as Max Landis. <laughs> just to be, just to be sure. I just want to be very clear that Max Landis is a human bodysuit of rotted meat covered <laughs> with and being controlled by gnats that worship the devil. Just so you know high five not fans of not max huge landis. fans of max landis yeah could really just we'll pass we like john landis though yeah very much so. yeah, john he's landis, great great love him love uh him. so we've then we've got max landis should have stayed in a sock <laughs> oh god yeah you're not wrong though uh yeah. then we've got silverado oh i have seen that don't remember much about it westerns no. Are kind of I'm off and on with westerns. What about Transylvania six five thousand? Definitely seen it. Great movie, absolutely super wonderful, fun. hilarious, uh, super 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 fun. Mid eighties monster com. Uh, then we've got 
The Fly. Okay. Which we've got to we're going to pause here for a minute. Let's just talk about The Fly. I yeah, I actually love the 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 conceit of this episode of just us going through his his and then uh, just stopping the and then stopping we, at the movies yep. we like. Okay, I have to say this: The Fly was not only one of my first sort of introductions to what I would consider star power, Jeff Goldblum, sure. but also it was my very first Cronenberg movie. Ooh, it's a good one to start with, by the it way. It is, and it has all of the hallmarks of a Cronenberg movie. The The Fly. Was and this okay? This is gonna sound highfalutin, and I apologize ahead of time. But The Fly was one of the movies where I was I watched it young enough, where I realized what like film could like what a cin what a cinematic masterpiece could be. Sure, because there were moments that stuck with me to this day. I still can't watch people have an arm wrestling match because of this oh, movie. God. Because I expect people's arms acid, to snap in half. The acid vomit scene. The acid vomit scene. Just the... The Fly was one of the movies that sort of got me into appreciating what movie gore could be. Talk about some extreme, and this is a hallmark of Cronenberg, but body horror. Yes. I mean... And you know, I saw um, his his version of Brundlefly way before I realized that it was a remake of a movie from like For the sure. '30s or the the '40s. Help me! Help me! Which, like, comparatively, the first one is a joke. The first one's great, but like, sure. the, for what it is, it is good. But compared to what Cronenberg was able to do with that story, it's a joke. Right. But. The thing about it is Jeff Goldblum is so good with the body hall. Like, watching him go through that transformation, him being sort of a, a, an energetic, charismatic guy in just general, and to watch him go through that, already having experienced him in Jurassic Park and Independence Day. Sure. I, 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 I may be playing my hand too early. I fucking love The Fly. I also fucking love The Fly. I actually did a rewatch of this, too, uh, about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Uh -huh. um, I saw it at an outdoor screening at a really cool record shop in Nashville. Um, oh, they projected been... it. They projected it on the back wall of their building. <laughs> I wish I had been there. That would have been awesome. And um, it still affected me yeah. the same way that it did when I saw it when I was younger. Like I said, I was probably like 14 or 15 the first four. time I saw it. <laughs> I was four. And uh, it, it, that movie still legitimately, Jay, that movie turns my stomach. Yeah. Like there is shit that they show in that movie. And just like the scenes of him, like pulling his fingernails off. Oh, or don't like, talk about that. or like, Pulling his teeth out, like yeah. in the mirror, and he's just losing. Teeth. It's just so like, dis like, and when his like his jaw sort of like Ugh. sucks in, and especially after like the second or third time he goes through near the end, when he is like full on fly like, monster. Yeah, oh, it's it's so fucked. And even the like um, Gina Davis like impregnated and then like her like nightmares of like what's happening. You've got like the crazy like baby bump that like yep. is like 
moving around in her stomach and she's like screaming. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like that, she's screaming. I'm screaming. Everybody's screaming. That was such an impressionable time for me. I was like, I'm never and, having sex. And the, that's the best. That's the thing that Christians should show their kids. Like, this is what happens when you have sex. You have this. weird alien fly babies that weird will alien destroy fly babies. you. And Jeff Goldblum is there. Right. Exactly. Now, uh, I do have to ask a question. What is your familiarity with The Fly 2? The one with the baby? Eric, with Eric Stoltz, yeah. As the ba- as the Brundle Fly baby. Probably better than the original. No, it's terrible. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. It was one of those. Th- okay, here's my thing. Is that The Fly 2 was one of the ones I think I watched on either USA or TNT on like a 9 o'clock. This is our horror movie for the weekend sure. type of thing. It is not so great. The only thing that I remember from that movie, other than Eric Stoltz being in it, is right. the dog being transported. Do you oh, remember that? And then you I get like that about crazy that. scene where the dog's like super fucked up and is like yowling. It's it, just like that a also pile of in the like first one, goop. Does it? I think the the dog dragging itself out with its intestines like pulling behind him yeah. is in the first one. Oh, then they do it again in the second yeah, one? They d- oh, they definitely rehash a lot in the second one. What I remember from the second one is the little glass containment unit they have for Eric Stoltz, and then he, like, breaks out of it. Oh, yeah! That's what I remember. But what I also remember is I remember around that same time, and I don't remember the years, but when Species came out, Ooh, I remember yeah. thinking, this is almost like The Fly. For sure. But it's closer to The Fly 2. <laughs> that is that is so fucking true. And um, I remember making that comparison. So we've gone on the fly. So let's oh. let's go to let's step up a couple more here. Uh Beyond Therapy. You familiar with that? No, actually. All right, neither am I. Uh Vibes, heard of, never seen it. Earth Girls are easy. Definitely have we'll seen pa- it. Let's pause here for a second. This was one this one is this one's weird. And have you watched it recently? <laughs> I watched it probably about two years ago. What? Okay. See, I haven't seen it probably since late high school. Okay. Probably. I remember what I remember of it, thinking of it in today's world. Sure. I remember it possibly being problematic. Is oh, that true? Definitely a problematic movie. Okay. I'm not going to lie, though. I love Earth Girls Are Easy. Yeah? It is such... But I love it for the spectacle of being such a product of the 80s. Like, that it's it's almost a cartoon caricature of what the 80s is. You know okay. what I mean? Like, okay. like, it epitomizes the 80s in so many ways. Like, Objective- if we were going to do a, a, a societal time capsule of being like, hey, we've got to... We've got to uh, m- memorialize the 80s in some way. Like, we'd sure. put, like, a Rubik's Cube in there. We'd put, like, an Oingo Boingo album in there. And we'd put Earth Girls Are Easy in there. Yes. And honestly, and then we'd just put the single, We Built This City. We'd just drop that in there. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good, I hesitate to say good. It's a good movie. Like, it's really funny. There are some problematic things that wouldn't fly in today's culture. But once again, if I'm objectively looking at it as a time capsule from that time period. Right. Not saying that I endorse its morals or themes, but enjoying it on its own merits as of like, this is from the 80s. (laughs) This is what they did back then. Right. 
Uh, it's really funny. Once again, Gina Davis is with him in it. Right. And they're great together. I may have to I may have to give it a rewatch. I've been scared to go back and rewatch it because what I remembered of the plot, I was like, I am gonna be I'm gonna have a big problem with how this movie fits into today's like understanding of relationships. Sure. Maybe. That's my that was my fear at least. Sure. But once again, like I said, um, there's lots of movies that I enjoy that are problematic now that were not problematic right. at the time. And you just have to kind of view them in that prism. I'm not saying I endorse their morals or themes. I'm just saying that I understand that it was a product of its time. Okay. And I can enjoy it on that perspective. That's that's fair. Is that fair? That's that's totally fair. Um, so moving from Earth Girls are easy. We've got uh, the tall guy. Okay. I have to pause here for a second. I have seen this one. Have you? No. It is weird as hell. Okay. It is about, like, a comedian's assistant who has chronic sneezing, and the sneezing starts messing up his life, and then he starts to hit on the nurse, giving him injections about curing his sneezing. What? It is beyond weird. I definitely want to watch that it's, now. Yeah, it, it's de- it's worth a watch. Wouldn't say you're going to love it. Okay. It is weird beyond belief. All right. It's just like, why is this a thing? But the thing about it is it's got, like, Emma Thompson in it. It's got Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean, per our, one of our previous conversations. What? Yeah, it's weird. Like, you're watching, like, why? Why, it, why is this... Is, is Jeff Goldblum the main character? He's the main character, but Rowan Atkinson is the comedian of whom he's his assistant. Oh, my God. I definitely want to watch that for sure. So it's weird. Watch it for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, all right. So, hey, just for let's step back real quick. Just back to Earth Girls Are Easy. Just for people who don't know, um, Earth Girls Are Easy. Here's the plot because I'm I I have found lots of people don't know this movie exists. Oh, well, then, yeah, let's definitely uh, give them the plot. I just. Because that plot that you just described was crazy. This is also crazy. Uh, Jeff Goldblum plays an alien who crash lands on Earth. A fuzzy alien. A fuzzy fuzzy primary colored alien. Right. He's blue. uh, Who lands with his, or crash lands with his two alien associates, Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans. (laughs) Playing themselves. P.S. And they crash land on Earth, and it basically... The concept is them trying to uh, make the best of life on they on um, on Earth, uh, and they are titillated and enticed by human females. <laughs> yeah, that's and, a good. Uh, that's a good description. And that is the plot so they they Enjoy. land and they are trying to hook up with people <laughs> and you know hijinks ensue yeah it's crazy it's such a weird crazy movie it really is um all right so let's see what do we got here next uh i lost my page i think you were at twisted obsession oh okay twisted which i haven't obsession. seen not familiar with that either uh and then we've got um help me here it was Twisted around obsession. this time that he was on Captain Planet. Oh, yeah. He plays uh, verminous ra- scum. 
the rat catcher. Yep. Is that what his name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for all you OG Captain Planet fans right. out there, <laughs> uh, yes. check him out. Uh, let's see. We've also got a movie called Mr. Frost. Never seen it. Uh, also, I've never seen that. Uh, the Favor, The Watch, and The Very Big Fish. This is the first I've ever heard of that movie. Starring Bob Hoskins. Oh, and I love Jeff Bob Goldblum. Hoskins. Uh, Father and Sons. I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Uh, starring Rosanna Arquette. Oh, nice. Uh, the Player. That one, that's Tim Robbins, right? Absolutely. Definitely seen it. Tim Robbins, Whoopi Goldberg. Good, good, weird uh, Hollywood comedy. Isn't uh, D'Onofrio in that too, I think? I don't remember. I but think he pl- Vincent D'Onofrio's in that. But Jeff Goldblum plays himself in that. Oh, okay. Because cool. it's a it's a it's it's a behind the curtain of Hollywood it, comedy. It's kind of like Get Shorty before there was Get Shorty. Exactly. Honestly, uh, I think the, what I remember of it is it's very much the sh- Get Shorty before Get Shorty. Then we've got Deep Cover mm-hmm. with Lawrence Fishburne. I like and like him. him. Don't know that movie. Uh, then we've got Shooting Elizabeth, also which I have zero man. information on. Don't even know what that. I'm is. I'm looking at the poster though. It looks like he is the lead of it. All right. He His plays a character Howard named Pigeon. Howard Pigeon. Love it. Uh, then we come to Jurassic Park. Uh, so 93, Jurassic Park, Dr. Ian Malcolm. Uh, as you what said a, earlier. What a role. A role that introduced both of us to Jeff Goldblum, to yep. the wonders of Goldblum. I mean, I, we've talked about you know Jurassic Park on this podcast before. We've talked about Steven Spielberg. There's not a whole lot left to say about it. It... I, I don't know anybody who doesn't like Jurassic Park. And it's just so good. Dr. Ian Malcolm's uh, character on that. Yes. Life, life will find a way. Love He's it. a especially chaos his, theory expert. His, especially his bare-chested laying on the table scene. Yes. There's so a, glorious. There's a fantastic meme of Sam Neill listening to his breathing chest. Yes. That's, I love that meme. <laughs> I do as well. Um, so then we move from that, and we've got a movie called Hideaway. Nope, no idea. Uh, but the poster has him with like a weird red eye. Oh, it looks scary. like it's based off of a Dean Koontz novel. Oh, don't care. Also starring <laughs> Alicia Silverstone and Alfred oh. Molina. Oh, Alfred Molina. Uh, then we've got Nine Months. Seen it, but I would I wouldn't ever consider that a nope. Jeff Goldblum movie. Nope, don't give a shit. It has Hugh Grant in it. Oh, uh, I've definitely. Have you not seen Nine Months? No, I have. That's it, why I said oh, okay. don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we've got Powder, which, okay. <laughs> Here's my thing with Powder. I remember seeing Powder in the theater and yeah. being like, this is a film. But now, like, it's not really that good. Right. And, okay, I will say it blew my fucking mind when I realized that Powder was young Indiana Jones. And also Sean Patrick Flannery. <laughs> yeah, Sean Patrick. Sean, do you remember the Adventures of Young Indiana? Yeah, Jones? of course I do. He, that's him. Yeah, but also that he was a fucking Boondock Saint. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, what? What are we doing, world? That was powder. That was bald albino electricity <laughs> harnessing powder. <laughs> that was that movie is so weird. It is. It is so weird. Give it a rewatch, everybody. Just because. You will regret it. Tell us your thoughts. 
Uh, then we've got the Great White Hype. Definitely seen it. Definitely like it. Uh, as a that's a good flick. Uh, he's also in that with Damon Wayans again. Yep. Uh, then we've got ready for this. Dun dun. Independence Day. Dun dun dun. Uh, Independence Love Day. Independence Day. Fuck, man. Independence Day is maybe Roland Emmerich's only good movie. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Well, the thing is, he made Independence Day, and then since then, he's been trying to remake it in a lot of different ways. Sure. And it's failed Including miserably. Including actually remaking it. And it failed miserably. <laughs> right. It uh, was such a bummer, too, because I wanted to appreciate Independence Day resurgence, but man... Every choice they made in that movie was wrong. I could not agree more. Every um, choice. Yeah, that's about it. Independence Day is great. Quality Will Smith. Got quality Gold Bloom in it. Um, all in all, just very, very yep. uh, Quality solid. Harry Connick Jr. Totally. Uh, quality Bill Pullman. Oh, just glorious Bill Pullman. Uh, Every kid in speech class used that monologue from that movie at least once. For sure. How could you not? Uh, we will not go quietly into the, night. the night. We will not disappear without a fight. <laughs> this is our Independence, Independence Day. Day. Um, then we've also got uh, Little Surprises. Apparently no idea. he directed that. It was, a, it was a short film. I don't know. Never heard and, of it. And it was nominated for an Academy Award for hey, Best way to Live go, Action Goldblum. Short. Fucking killing it at 96. Woohoo! Uh, then we've got Mad Dog Time. Never heard of it. Me neither. Played a character named Mickey Holiday. That sounds fun. That's then fun. we've got The Lost World Jurassic Park, where he was upgraded from side character to main character. To, to practically, not it's only It's his character. movie. It is his movie, though, for sure. Yeah. They were like, did you like Jurassic Park? Was your favorite part Dr. Ian Malcolm and dinosaurs? Well, oh, it wasn't? But you here, a- watch this inst- <laughs> Watch this anyway. <laughs> wait till you get a load of this. Wait till you get a load of me. <laughs> so we've got that. Then we've got Holy Man. Which I remember, but I did not remember him in this movie. That's um, the, the Eddie Murphy movie, right? Yeah, where he plays like the... the, uh, the monk or guru or whatever that becomes a hit on the home shopping network okay maybe explain this to me why in the world i'm looking at imdb and you know if like someone goes by a different name they'll have it sure it looks like in this movie he's credited as jeff goldberg (laughs) maybe it says jeff goldblum ricky as jeff goldberg well, that I would also probably go as Jeff Goldberg <laughs> if I was doing Holy Man as well. Weird. Um, then we've got uh, the Prince of Egypt, which I definitely have seen and definitely never realized Jeff Goldblum was in until right now. What a great animated movie, though. Prince of Egypt, great musical. It was. It was. It, we got a good Mariah Carey single out of that musical. Yeah. But okay, a lot of. A lot of problematic casting. Well, sure. Here's all white people. Here is the... I'm just going to read off everybody. Here's the cast for this movie starring Egyptian characters. Sure. Val Kilmer. Yep. Ralph Fiennes. (laughs) Yep. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yep. Sandra Bullock. 
Seems right. Jeff Goldblum. Perfect. Helen Mirren. Yes. Steve Martin. Yes. Martin, Martin Short. Short. Yes. And Patrick Stewart. Yes. That's All your ethnically Egyptian perfectly cast. cast. <laughs> so, good movie, problematic cast. That's fair. Talk about a whitewash. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, then we've got Welcome to Hollywood. Don't know that. Don't know. Beyond Suspicion. Don't know that. Don't know. Chain of Fools. Heard of, never seen it. Yep, don't know that. One of the Hollywood Ten. Never heard of it. Don't know that. <laughs> Perfume. Nah, no, no. Uh, Cats and Dogs. <laughs> I have seen it. It is terrible. Can't believe he's in it. <laughs> I agree. That's my five-second <laughs> summary of that movie. That's fair. That's all it deserves. Uh, Run, Ronnie, Run. Never heard of it. What? You ever watch Mr. Show with David Cross? Yes. This is a spinoff inspired by HBO sketch from Mr. Show. Oh, seriously? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Oh, I need to watch this. I have not seen this. Yeah, you know the David Cross character, Ronnie Dobbs? He's yeah. like, a, well, this is a movie. It's Run, Ronnie, Run. Oh, Based I need to track the, this down. Yeah, do it. It's okay. Fucking awesome. I have not seen this. It's fucking crazy and weird. Definitely watch it. But he plays himself. He's uncredited in that movie. Awesome. Then we've got Igby Goes Down. That I have seen, and it's real good. It is very good. I will Kieran also Culkin. Kieran Culkin is impressive, by the way. Have you watched any of Succession? I haven't. He, and that's him in that, I'm pretty sure. He's really, really a good actor. Igby Goes Down is actually the first time I remember watching and being like, man, that other Culkin is good. Is he the Culkin that's in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? I think so, yes. Okay. Hold on, let me I look love that up that real too. Let me look that up real quick. I believe that is true. But yeah, Igby Goes Down is really, really good. Um, yes, he is. <clears throat> Perfect. Then we've got uh, Dallas 362. Don't know 2003 that. film starring and directed by Scott Kahn. Oh, okay. Well, I'm way out on that one. James Kahn's son. Yeah, you, you know him from the Oceans movies. Uh, let's see. Uh, Spinning Boris. Don't Never know heard movie. of it. Incident at Loch Ness. Don't know. Oh, my God. 2004 mockumentary starring, produced by, and written by Wern Werner Herzog. Oh, I love it. And I love Zach it. Penn of X-Men fame. Yeah. Never seen it. Gonna says, watch it. The small cast film follows Herzog and his crew while working on the production of a movie project on the Loch Ness Monster entitled Enigma of Loch Ness. I dig it. I'm totally... I've got to find this. I'm going to track this one down. I like this a lot. Werner Herzog, written, directed by a mockumentary. Wow. Don't understand it. On board. I don't uh, know how Werner Herzog can mock himself, but I'm on board. <laughs> I'm so in. Uh, then we've got The Life Aquatic. Love it. If we didn't talk about it before now, I was going to make sure we talked about it later. Uh, by far one of my favorite Wes Anderson movies. Yes. Um, and Jeff, I mean, the thing is, Jeff Goldblum fits so well, because we'll mention Grand Budapest here in a minute, but he fits so well in that sort of In the Wes Anderson-verse? Yes. His, his tone, his style, his approach just fits perfectly. And his character, uh, Alistair, in Life Aquatic, is so, <laughs> he's so good. He's a great foil for Bill Murray. And honestly, let's be honest, Alistair Hennessy is a yeah. fucking great name. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Uh, then we've got Minnie's First Time. 
Don't know it really. Nope. Faye Grimm? No. Pittsburgh? No. Comedy film follows. Okay. Uh, listen to the <laughs> concept of this. Pittsburgh is a 2006 mockumentary film comedy that follows American actor Jeff Goldblum as he attempts to secure a green card for his Canadian actor-singer-dancer girlfriend, Catherine Refford, by appearing with her as the leads in a summer regional theater production. Okay. <laughs> how do I not know? How do we not know about this? I, I don't know. There's a lot of these that we need to track down. My goodness. All right, Pittsburgh, put it on the list. We need to fucking Done. watch that stat. Yeah, we do. It's a mockumentary starring Jeff Goldblum as himself. He's in so many just like rand. I think he just does. He'll say yes to anything that he thinks is funny. Remember when he was in like Tom Goes to the Mayor and, yes. and the Tim and Eric Awesome Show Great Job movie? Yeah, so fucking bizarre. So bizarre. Uh, then we've got Man of the Year. That's the, the uh, Robin the Williams, late, right? Wally, Robin Williams, okay. correct? That's pretty good. I, that, not one of my favorite Robin Williams movies. Sure. Uh, then we've got Adam Resurrected. Don't know it. Uh, don't know that one either. Uh, we've got The Switch with Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, he was in that. I forgot all about that. Yeah. I mean, I know that movie. I just forgot he was in it. Agreed. We've got Morning Glory. That's the the Harrison Ford, Rachel McAdams. Oh, that is. They're basically remaking that with Jennifer Aniston and uh, what's her face? Oh yeah, <laughs> the Good Morning whatever. Yeah. Show. Or uh, then we've got Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie. Love it. And I love the fact that in it he's a chef and his name is Chef Goldblum. <laughs> I know. I love it. That's so funny to me. Then we've got Zambezia. Which is an English-language, South African 3D computer-animated adventure film. <laughs> I'm looking at the poster and have definitely seen this poster, but have never watched this movie. Starring so many people and Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> and Jeff Goldblum. Who yep. Wait, hold on, let me... Abigail Breslin. Leonard Nimoy? <laughs> yeah. Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. Jim Cummings? Man. <laughs> Deep Roy? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> the Oompa Loompa, the real Oompa Loompa from... All of them. Charlie the Chocolate Factory? All of them. Uh, let's see. Then we've got Low Weekend. Which I've heard of, but never seen. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Love it. Love him in it. Love everything about that movie. We can sit on that for a hot second. Um, that is the first movie that I saw... Um, what's the young gentleman's name in that movie? Uh, it was his first movie. He's he's the side character, Tony Revolori. He is the character with Rafe Fiennes. Oh, like the, oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay, yes. And now he's in the Spider-Man franchise. He plays Flash Thompson. And he's great as Flash Thompson. Totally. Uh, but Grand Budapest Hotel, fantastic Wes Anderson movie. Yes. Oh, my uh, goodness. One of his best. If you haven't seen it, absolutely go watch it. It's got other great performances by Willem Dafoe. Yep. Uh, um, you've also got... Adrian Brody's really good in it. Yes. It's a really fucking good movie. Yeah. Uh, go check it out. Uh, then we've got Unity. Don't remember that one. Um, says he was a... He's the narrator. Uh... Oh, he's a narrator. Weird. Uh, Mordecai. Speaking of. 
<laughs> you love it. One of Jay's favorite movies. Uh, then we've also got, let's see here, uh, Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, my God. It's so good. So good. Better so, than the original. Oh, it might. Yeah, I don't. It, the, yeah, I don't know how you can compare, but you can. Uh, then we've got him uh, as the Grandmaster in the closing credits cameo of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Which is fine, but that leads us right into Thor Ragnarok. Yep. He's so good as the Grand, And he's basically just being himself, but he's so good as the Grandmaster. He's just Space <clears throat> Jeff Goldblum. Yes, and I love Space Jeff Goldblum. I'll Agreed. take Space Jeff Goldblum every day of the week. Agreed. And uh, Thor Ragnarok, easily my favorite Thor movie. Possibly one of my favorite Marvel movies. I 100% agree. Then we've got, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Isle of Dogs. Miyubi? I don't know that it's one. It's a short film. No. Uh, I don't know that one. Oh, it's a Canadian virtual reality film. I'm in. Can Jeff Goldblum and virtual in reality? Made in conjunction with Funny or Die. Oh, I'm totally on board then. The film is an immersive video comedy drama in which the viewer experiences the dynamics of a dysfunctional family. Okay. I'm let let's interested. do it. Yeah. Let's uh, find then, it and watch it. Then we've got Isle of Dogs, love another it. Wes Anderson. Love it, film. love it, love it, love it. Stop motion animation Wes Anderson. It's beautiful. Uh, then we've got Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom for five seconds. Fine. Uh, Hotel Artemis. You know, I never saw that one. I wanted to because, like, one, the trailer has everybody in the world in it, and it looked entertaining, but I never really heard much about it once it came out. I'm going to be honest. Haley and I watched it. Fucking loved it. Really? Yep. 100%. Okay. 100%. Sterling K. Brown is in it. I love him. Isn't Dave Bautista in it? Uh, Dave Bautista's in it. Jeff awesome. Goldblum. Charlie Day is in it. Um, and then is it Jodie Foster who's in it? Yep. Or does Jody she Foster? direct it? No. She doesn't? Okay. Uh, Drew Pierce directed it. He's the guy who did uh, Vantage Point. Oh, okay. And he did uh, Dread, I think, right? Oh, cool. No, that's Drew Goddard. Oh, okay. No, no never mind. is it Drew Pierce? No, Drew Goddard's the guy that did, um, that did Cloverfield. Cabin. Well, he did uh, Cabin, in Cabin in the Woods. In the Woods. And then... Um, uh, El El Rey. Fast not, Fast Times at the El Royale or Bad Times. Not at El Fast Royale. Times at the El Royale. Bad Times at El bad, Royale, which is also very good. Uh, man, this movie's got a bunch of people. I forgot Sophia Butella's in it. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry from. But Atlanta. you're telling me that I need to watch it. Yeah, dude. Jimmy okay. Slate, Love Zachary her. Quinto. Um. So yeah, check it out. I remember wanting to watch that movie, but never getting around to it. But I will totally watch it on your recommendation. We very much enjoyed it. Uh. And then lastly, we're caught up with the mountain, which I didn't see that either. And you know what? I actually saw that pop up um in one of our streaming services recently, and I was like, "What is this?" It did not get very good uh reviews. Well, watch it and then tell me about it. Okay. It's got Ty Sheridan in it, though. I like him. I know, I know. So, Udo Kier? Udo uh, Kier's in it? Love it. So, are we ready to list? We wanna, we've just literally gone through his entire filmography. I was about to say, I don't know what else there's, there is to do, but talk about a list and what we think should be on it. Um, Alright, so let's list. This is where we make a list. The list! Three, two... List! All right. All right, here we go. We've both put on our finest fancy clothes. All right, so we, I'll... We popped in Jeff Goldblum's jazz album. Yep. 
Which and is, by the way, you should all buy. You know, we went through his... <laughs> which that was we went so, through. like, weirdly aggressive. You're just like, by the way, you should all buy it. All uh, right, you know anyway. What? Yeah, you should. You know okay. what? Quit quit looking at me that way, everybody. Buy his damn album. All right. Leave Jeff it. Goldblum alone. <laughs> buy his album. Leave him alone! You know, one thing we didn't mention, though, is, like, all the weird TV show stuff that he's in. Like, sure. He, I love his episode of Friends. Super funny. Sure. Um, he's in Will and Grace and a handful of those, but let me just, I'll come out of the gate here. I think the fly should be number one. Oh, I 100% agree. Okay. The fly is number one. That's just, that's easy. Let's get that out of the way. Yep. Then I'm going to throw, I think Jurassic Park is number two. Yeah. I, that, that's an easy one. That's an easy one for number two. And honestly, I think ID four is number, number three. Yep. Man, we're just flying through. Well, some of these are easy. Um, Speaking of easy, so here here's the thing. I've got four movies. We've got two spots, and I've got four movies that I want us to consider, and I Earth. want to see what your thoughts are. Okay. Those four are Earth Girls Are Easy, yes. The Big Chill, yes. Life Aquatic, yes. and Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Those are the four I think we should consider for our final two spots. I would go... Uh... Hmm. Do you want to pick one and I pick one? I would go Life Aquatic. Okay, that was definitely. You, are you saying number four, Life Aquatic? Yep, I agree. Number five, Thor Ragnarok. Man, Big Chill is a really good movie. That's where I'm struggling. Is I think that Big Chill is a better movie, and I think he's better in it than he is as Grandmaster and Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, but Grandmaster and Thor Ragnarok is it's, like the bloomiest of bl- Jeff Goldblumies. And and Thor Ragnarok is great. I would watch Thor Ragnarok before I would watch The Big Chill. But I think Big Chill's a better movie. All right, fuck it. Unpopular opinion, let's put Thor Ragnarok. Do it. Suck it, Big Chill. <laughs> yeah, it's a good flick, everybody. We're, but we're let's be honest. Listen. Nobody's rewatching Big Chill. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. Let, let let's get this out of the way, guys. We're acknowledging that Big Chill's probably a better film. No, not probably. Is a better yeah, film. it's definitely a better film. But Thor Ragnarok is what we would sit down and watch before. You're not sitting down on a on a light casual Saturday and being like, "Hey, let's get some Vietnam nostalgia." Yeah, let's pop in the big chill. Yeah, let's let's do a fa- a, a friend's social circle trapped in a house as they have affairs and fall apart. <laughs> exactly. To a great soundtrack. Don't get me wrong. I love when they're dancing <laughs> in the kitchen. It's so great when they're dancing in the kitchen. But I'm gonna watch Thor Ragnarok first. Agreed, agreed. So, so that this might was an have been easy list. What one of got? our easiest lists. So number five, Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Number four, Life Aquatic with Steve Sizu. Yes. Number three, Independence Day. Yes. Number two, Jurassic Park. Yes. And number one, The Fly. Yep. That was I'm easy. I'm on board with that. That's it, guys. That's your new opinion on top five Jeff Goldblum uh, movies. Jeff Goldblum lists are easy. Now I will say. Uh, this entire episode has been an advertisement for the fact that we are bringing back High Five the Game Night. So be on the lookout at Project Dash Nerd. And, uh, and let keep us listening because th- we're going to talk about it on, on the show. So And let us know the cities that you would like to see High Five the Game Night in. Yeah, if you've got like a bar or a club that does game nights or one that you want to do game nights, let us know because we'll start to negotiate with them and bring it to your town. We're talking... Bingo, guys. We're Jeff talking. Goldblum bingo with prizes. And Jeff Goldblum. And Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Probably. Maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah. So as he's far as you know, show up to every event. As far as you know, Jeff Goldblum will be there, or he'll he'll be square. Yeah, or something. Probably. Guys, stream the episode. Subscribe. Share with your friends. Jeff Goldblum. Hooray. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at my 5 at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. <sighs> Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash highfivethepodcast. On Twitter at Hi, the number five, the podcast, Instagram at High Five the Podcast, or on Letterboxd by searching High Five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? Farting your skeleton out of your body? <laughs> Maybe. See you next week. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.